Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on our chapter of the journey. We are in 1 Samuel chapter 18, and it was verses 28 and 29 that resonated with me. It says, when Saul realized that the Lord was with David and that his daughter, Michael, loved David, Saul became still more afraid of him, and he remained his enemy the rest of his days. Today's podcast is entitled, The Tragedy of Saul. The history of theater traces its roots back to ancient Greece, and the stories that the Greeks adapted for the stage were typically either comedies or tragedies. Even fast forward thousands of years, Shakespeare's plays were categorized comedy or tragedy. Some of them added history. The iconic comedy and tragedy masks continue to symbolize the theater to this day. In all of the great story, Saul may arguably be the most tragic figure. Given the opportunity of a lifetime, his ego, his pride, his envy lead him on an ongoing downward spiral as he becomes obsessed with his anointed rival, David. In today's chapter, the author for Samuel documents the stark contrast between David and Saul. David is humble and successful in everything he does. He's a successful warrior, musician, leader, lover. Five times in today's chapter, the author reminds us of David's success and God's favor towards him. Six times in today's chapter, the author documents Saul's anger, jealousy, envy, and rage. To make matters worse, Saul appears to heed the Godfather's advice, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. He intertwines his life with David to the extent that he can't escape. David is always there. David is his minstrel. David is his, one of his best military officers. David is his son's best friend. Jonathan treats David like a brother. David is his, the husband of his daughter, Michael. Michael's in love with this guy. Every decision Saul makes assures his self-destruction. Well, every decision David makes solidifies his success to Saul's envious chagrin. Along my life journey, I've observed individuals whose lives appear to be an echo of Saul. Do you know anybody like that? Their lives are just one ongoing series of tragedies, the fruit of their own foolishness and cyclical poor choices. I've also observed those whose lives appear to be charmed, like David. You know anybody like that? They succeed at everything they do and appear blessed in every way. In contrast, they appear to make routinely wise choices and enjoy a general sense of favor. In the quiet this morning, there are two things that struck me as I meditated on the contrasting characters of Saul and David. First, I've learned along my spiritual journey that I have a nasty, envious streak. Not surprisingly, envy is the core weakness of an Enneagram type 4. That would be me. It took me years to see the fullness of it in myself. And I'm still in process of learning how to address it in healthy ways. So I have to confess that I identify with Saul more than I care to admit. The second thing that struck me is simply the cyclical and systemic pattern of Saul's decline and David's rise. 
The text states that God's favor was with David and not Saul. So there's the spiritual component to it. But there is also the fact that Saul continuously made poor choices that ensured his failure. While David continuously acted with humility and made wise decisions. So this leads me to consider my own choices. The choices I made yesterday, the choices I will make today. Where in my life am I making poor choices? Where am I making wise choices? And how can I make fewer of the former and more of the latter? I mean, David wasn't perfect by any means, but I would prefer that my story look more like his than Saul's. You know what I'm saying? Hope you have a great day of favor today, my friend. Have a good one. We'll be back here tomorrow.